Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Attraction Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Wilkinson, also known as the Queen of the Quantum Leap. As a manifestation and business coach, I help women activate their magnetism, consciously manifest and intentionally quantum leap their business while earning abundantly. After quitting my nine to five during the global pandemic, I was able to build a magnetic six figure online business in less than a year at the age of 22. I'm all about attraction over hustling and here you'll learn how to play in the quantum, collapse time and achieve results that completely defy logic. So are you ready for your next quantum leap? Let's dive straight in. Welcome everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode is definitely very juicy and very spicy as you can already tell from the podcast title. But this episode comes from an Instagram live that I did with one of my incredible clients, Patricia Waters. She is just out of this world, incredible, just wells of wisdom. She is a pleasure priestess, coach, and shaman, really helping women out there um, discover or rediscover their sensuality, pleasure, and access portals into the quantum. So that's kind of the topic of conversation that we had inside the live. It was so incredible. And I had to, of course, upload this as a podcast episode so all of you could get access to her incredible energy and the codes and downloads that were channeled through us during today's live. So I hope you all enjoy. I'm sure you all will. Make sure to check out Patricia on her social media. She's at Patricia Anna Waters on Instagram if you want to connect with her. Um, And let's dive straight into it. Hi! This is so exciting. How are you, Patricia? I love the flower in your hair. Oh my gosh. So I hope this is accurate. I don't, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. (laughs) Okay. It's my first official like this sort of thing. I can't see much, but that uh, is okay. We can see your beauty. You are amazing. So Welcome and hello to everybody. This is my beautiful client, amazing friend, Patricia Waters. Um, She is absolutely incredible. I don't know even where to start. You can see she is such a goddess. She is so radiant. She is full of wisdom. She's essentially a pleasure priestess. That is a tongue twister and (laughs) coach. And she really delves into spirituality, sensuality, pleasure and all of that. And she has taught me so much so much she's a well of wisdom when it comes to all of this stuff so i cannot even encapsulate in words how amazing patricia is so i just wanted you patricia to come on here and kind of introduce yourself to everyone else watching here today well first of all thank you so much for having me and being here and offering this platform i haven't done this before so we'll see how it how it works out but Yeah, I'm a pleasure priestess and intuitive shamanic coach. I help my clients really dive deep into different portals, right? So using using pleasure as a portal, we've talked a lot about that, but maybe not everyone understands what I mean by pleasure. And yeah, so that's just a little tiny tidbit, just the tip of the iceberg. 
Amazing. I feel like there is so much to really unpack here. And if anyone has questions for Patricia as well, we just let them leave them down below and we'll talk on them. But you are actually living in Hawaii right now, which is such a spiritual place. There's beautiful connection to Mother Earth. I know you use a lot of, you know, the elements of the earth to help you also access and connect to spirit and connect to those portals. So I kind of wanted to start off with, well, first of all, your story into becoming a pleasure priestess in Costa Rica. How does someone even begin to become that and step into that of such a beautiful leader and a goddess in this space? And then also um, your story of how you moved to Hawaii. So I'd love to start off with how did you even become a pleasure priestess? Okay, well, that's really interesting. How do you, I have no idea. No, really. You know, um, the, the word priestess comes from the initiation that I've had into the Incan shamanic tradition. So the Queros are the last living lineage of the Incas or the, the royals, the ancient royals of the Andes Mountains. And I've studied this, the lineage, the tradition, and I was initiated into this beautiful practice. It's really a nature practice. And the closest word, people understand what shaman is. So we use that word sometimes, but really the technical word is paco. No one knows what a paco is. <laughs> so when we were working with a translator uh, who's done a ton of research in this area and has worked with these beautiful people, indigenous people for so many years, really the, the closest word is priest or priestess. So that's what we, where that word comes from. And then pleasure really comes just, I think my own flavor into it. So the Incan shamanic tradition or that sort of priestesshood is really about nature and connecting to the Aina, we call it Aina here in Hawaii, to the land, to Pachamama or Mother Earth. And, um, and these are all very natural tendencies. You'll see it in babies everywhere. You were like this as a baby. Everyone is like this as a baby. We love to touch things. We love to play with mud and clay and earth and sand. Um, we are, you know, sensual beings by nature. And so it's really getting touch and back in touch with that um, through these practices. And uh, what was, and your next question was about Hawaii and how I came here, yes. is that what it was? But I kind of want to like delve deeper into that because I feel like obviously okay. a lot of us, we love pleasure and we love all this stuff. But when did you kind of, I want to talk about your story of how you realized you had this superpower to touch into your pleasure. I know we've talked about this on calls. To you, you say, well, it just comes naturally to me. I've been living yeah. this way all my life. For a lot of people, that isn't normal. That isn't their reality, which is sad because we should all be experiencing daily pleasure. What made you realize you had this gift and that it was time to actually step into that power, monetize that and help other women tap back into that pleasure and sensuality and rediscover that? Well, that's really interesting. I don't know that I, I, I don't see myself quite the same way as you do. I think you were so good for me, Katie. I love you as my coach and you've really inspired me in these ways and to really see myself, how others have seen me, things that you've said have really brought to light. Oh my gosh, I've heard this my whole life. But when we are who we are, it's not always easy. I've done a lot of the deep inner work to see myself, but it's not possible to really see yourself from an external perspective because you are in it, right? So I, I, it's just, I'm, I am who I am. And um, I, going back to how this might have developed, what I really have always felt, the intuition and all of that, is it always, always comes back to the senses. 
So when I was very, oh, yeah, so I was going to say that's what sensuality really means. And that's kind of why I wanted to also touch upon today is that a lot of people misinterpret the word sensuality and put it in the same box as sexuality, which yeah. it can, but sensuality in the way you're describing it is just being in touch and experiencing the world through your senses, right? It is. And it's a deeper sense. So mm. when I was really little, I didn't realize this and I don't know where the, the issue might've come from now. We're wondering if it was sort of a, an injury from a pharmaceutical that I had in, been, been injected with or whatever, but it's my eyesight was affected and I was so little, I was three or four. My parents had no idea until my eyes fully crossed. And when oh they crossed, God. of course I couldn't, everything was not only double, but you gotta remember a three and a four year old who's only ever seen this way, possibly, I don't remember, um, doesn't see anything wrong. So externally mm -hmm. there's a lot of freaking out, but I was just like, what, doesn't everyone see this way? When one of your senses is slowed, retarded, I'm not saying re like retarded meaning slow, right? When it's slowed, let's say you don't hear well, you see better. If you don't mm. see well, you hear better. Because my eyesight was diminished physically, I can do so much in the dark, Katie. It's crazy. Like I could do everything in the dark because I could feel, because I could feel my way through things Mm -hmm. And when that happened, I really feel like that's where my intuition developed because you sense things. You sense your yeah. spatial awareness is different. Um, I, couldn't con I couldn't depend on my eyesight uh, to see things or to have depth. I had terrible depth, depth perception. Oh my gosh. My aunt will tell you that I spilled everything. I knocked things over. I was, all, I was the klutz. But I could see through people. I mm. had my first psychic experience was with my mom's mom who I didn't know had passed came to me in a dream I think those things were developed because I wasn't so in the body my body yeah. was not so fortified in that way that I would go deeper than the body I really tapped into the spirit world into my soul uh, at a very young age and I think that's where that comes from and when you do that there's so much pleasure there's so much joy and it's a deep pleasure. It's a deep sensuality. And I, I often say, you know, when you are caught up in the senses externally, it's a very superficial high. But if you can go deep into that deep sensuality, they're super heightened. And uh, I think that's kind of how it started. And I didn't know. So when I was younger, I saw things people didn't and I thought they did. I, I, I said things, you know, that might have <laughs> triggered i i did say things that triggered people because i thought everyone could see what i saw and mm -hmm. when people aren't ready to hear that so i had to learn as i got older to filter myself as a form My of respect God. for others because when people aren't ready to see themselves clearly it's not our job it's not my job to show them what i see because they need to come into that themselves and that's what I try to do with my clients is I really try to help them just honor where they're at and develop that within themselves and honor their journey. It's not my journey. It's not me, me here to tell someone else how to tap into that pleasure. It's for them to discover that for themselves. And it's so much more fun if they can discover it for themselves. It's it, otherwise you rob them of that experience, right? It's, it's not worth it. It's not good.
It's black magic. <laughs> wow, there's just so much juicy stuff on here. Now, what I love about you is just how you empower your clients in that way. There are so many coaches out there in this industry and it's very much like follow the blueprint or I'll yeah. hold your hand. And it, again, it's stripping them off that journey of yeah. allowing them to lead themselves through this. So, oh, thank you so much for explaining it in that way and showing up as a true leader and a role model in this space as well. Awesome. So no problem. Thank you. So going back to our previous question, I wanted to touch upon how did you move to Hawaii, your journey with that and how um, moving and living to Hawaii has actually changed your relationship with pleasure and mother earth and just really like deepened your spiritual practice. Okay. It's funny, I didn't tell this story for a long time living here because it was so personal and private, but now I've, I've expressed myself in such a full and abashed way that I'm much more free with sharing it and whoever resonates with it, awesome. Who doesn't, falls away, it's beautiful. So I was living in Santa Cruz at the time. I was born and raised in Santa Clara, California. And I'd moved to Santa Cruz with my husband and we had a baby, beautiful baby girl, had her at home excuse me, not at home, labored at home on the water. We lived right on the water in Santa Cruz on East Cliff Drive. And dolphins, I remember, swam past when I was late. And I kind of wanted to lead into um, more about sensuality, pleasure, and sexuality. Because I know a lot of people, when they hear the words sensual and pleasure, they immediately think of like sex and they think of sexuality and they kind of see it in this um, way, but it's actually, they can be to like the same thing, but they can also be very, very different. And when we talk about incorporating sensuality and pleasure into our life, we're not meaning go naked and run around like, um, like, oh, a completely yes. sexual, like person, right? It just, it can look in a different way. You could look very non-sexual, but still be very sensual and, and turned on and, and in pleasure. So I feel like you're the expert in all of this stuff and really differentiating <laughs> in that way. So I'd love to hear your take on it. Well, I think it's really funny that you said, um, go naked, not go naked, and it doesn't have to be sexual. I say go naked, and that doesn't have to be sexual. Go true, naked true. as often as possible. Naked is mm -hmm. normal and natural. Now, of course, we live in a place where it's warmer and nudity is a lot easier. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily want to be all nippies out in the icy <laughs> cold weather, right? But um, my children have been naked since the day they were born. Out in Hawaii, I think we were really born conducive. naked. We were born naked, but uh, it's like your environment is really either conducive or shaming. It's mm -hmm. very, I was raised very like Catholic and um, prim and proper and you know shy and needed to cover up and whatever and it's so not natural it's just not I, I, it's not my nature it's not anyone's nature really you're just who you are mm -hmm. you wear things when it's cold and you don't when it's hot mm -hmm. yes um, and i think not wearing things taps into that sensuality and you mm -hmm. mentioned sexuality and sensuality i think the biggest mistake is people do think sexuality um, and sensuality are the same. They're not. Yeah. You can be extraordinarily sensual and totally celibate. Mm -hmm. So sensual, you feel things, you get, you love to massage yourself, you feel the grain of sand on your fingertips, you feel the water going down your throat, you hear the sound of rain, you, all, all these things, 
can really make you dive in. And I, it kind of leads into the whole idea, and I've talked about this before, the idea of Pratyahara, or one of the Yoga Sutras, which is my absolute favorite. And it's kind of a one that's not talked about as much because it's withdrawal of the senses. So really, um, but it, I feel like, and this is my interpretation, when you allow the senses to rhythmically lull you into the depths of your beingness, so that well within you, when you listen to rain, aren't you naturally hypnotized? If you're really listening to it, you can't help but go within. So using the senses, the body, the touch, the sound, the taste, to go deep within into that vastness within you that suddenly expands everything and when you do this the senses become heightened because they're expanded but you're not touching everything and hearing like listening for things and tasting everything when you do that you actually numb the senses or yes it's like overstimulation. <laughs> so withdrawing actually expands that sensuality. Mm -hmm. And if you want to create a sexual relationship, I have not studied Tantra. And I feel like maybe the reason I haven't studied it is because I think I really live it. I don't know. But mm -hmm. I, I, feel, I feel like Tantra is very similar in this. It must be because it's, it talks about elongating or I think or elongating orgasm and whatever. Really, when you live in a sensual way, orgasms are, they're not just sexual. They're not just at the apex of a, a sexual experience. They mm. are, it can be every day. Yes. And what is the difference so between weird. a sexual orgasm versus a sensual orgasm and basically kind of like what you're saying is living like your life is one extended orgasm yeah and sexual orgasm there's no difference it's just intensified or expanded like a breath of like into that orgasm so we've experienced orgasm um or not and an, a, an expanded sense of orgasm sexual orgasm is just a deeper longer more satisfying um orgasm and sometimes it could be intense like it could be a lot so you have to be unafraid to go there too and we're ready for that because the body is limited and the body can only go so far. So when you're really tapped in, your orgasm can go for a long time and be super, super intense. And it can be uncomfortable, which can lead to, oh my God, stop, it's freaking me out. Or, or the mind comes in, what is this? Like, what is happening? Oh my God, this is so intense. Like, <gasps> and then the mind, you know, the chatter comes in, but, or you can just, ride the wave and it's a big wave it could be a big wave and how do you like let go in that way to not let the mind get in the way you just keep tapping in you and it's a it, what i love about it i feel like so often people think oh 
enlightenment, right? It's mm. a destination. It's not. I know. It's not. It's almost like enlightening versus mm. enlightenment. Um, it's just a matter of being in that space and being okay, being like we said earlier, in the unknown, being in that unknown moment of ecstasy slash fear slash pain slash oh my god what the fuck is happening Woo! oh my god oh my god oh my god you know like oh my god like okay oh, oh okay you know? and just continuing can you stay in it and staying in it and staying with it and being okay in in that vastness it's intense and it's it is Vast is the best word I can describe it with. It's huge, mm. infinite. It, the words are so small. Even vast is hard, but vast is the best word I like because it's it, it encapsulates this in, like this expansiveness that's um, immeasurable, and it's mm. within. So there's yeah. all these ir ironies, right? It's with the vastness, this expansiveness is when you connect really deeply within. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. if, that, if I explained that well, but I, if I even answered it. I fully get that because I've been practicing these things. And, but for, I, know, I know for a lot of people, this might sound a bit like up in the air, like kind of fluffy, like how, what I'm kind of my question to you now is, how could you explain this to, to someone in a way where it's like, how do you go in? How do you tap in? How do you just, as you said, you keep going deeper without allowing your mind to do that. For someone who's never experienced it and never has done that before, is there a certain practice or a certain technique or, and, and, or like grounding in a way where it's like it makes a little bit more sense? I don't think there's any one practice or technique. I think every, like, like we went, like going back to what we said originally, you need to have your own way and your own method yeah. and play with, play with all of them. Is there like, though, like a technique that you, that you could like recommend or one that you would use as an example? Cause obviously again, there's all different types of techniques. Well, I think I would go back to the whole idea of Pratyahara. Mm -hmm. When you go within and withdraw, so imagine, imagine, let's get spiritual for a moment. This, mm -hmm. for some reason, is so not woo-woo and it's not airy-fairy to me. This is the most real we can be. Yes. This I, is the most grounded. But it's really funny how programmed we are to see mm -hmm. this as weird, okay? Mm -hmm. So imagine you're this expansive energy and you have this energy field that you are working within and you have this vastness within you. When you think of Pratyahara and you call these senses in, you're basically saying, mm -hmm. here's my energy field. I'm going to call it back mm -hmm. and bring it in. You're having this, ex let's you come back to the orgasm experience. You're having a, you're freaking woo, having a moment, right? With your beloved, with yourself, whatever. And you call it in, you say, okay. And you come into the, this experience. The, it's like a cliff's note. You come into it or pain. We talked about that before too. Yes. You come in to the experience versus wanting to fly out of your body, which is what everyone wants to do. Fly out of the experience and get away from it. It's too much. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. There you go. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So it's feeling into it more. Leaning like that, I forgot her name. She wrote that book, Lean In, like you lean yes. into it. Like 
that's a good way to describe it. You, yes. you really not collapse. You go within, you just dive in mm. and, and leaning is a good word because you don't just dive. You just stay with it. You, you mm. let the breath breathe you and you let the experience carry you. So mm. for example, being in the water, you don't want to fight the wave. You're never going to win. You let it, move you and it's going to move you. And if you go, oh, <gasps> you try to go against it, you can get pummeled and you end up on the ground digging into the reef, right? And then you get turned around and you don't know which way is up. So really allowing the, the cliff note version of it would be to like roll with it. And I guess yeah. a wave would be a good description. Just imagine being in beautiful, safe water. Okay, so it's not scary water. Just the waves are just like moving you. And maybe there's a bigger one, and maybe there's a smaller one, but allowing and trusting that. And you have everything you've ever needed. Everything, oh. everyone has everything they've ever needed mm. within. And so to really come to a space where you know that, like know it, there's no doubt is when you're set free and it's a practice, it's a dance. It's not one moment and then it never happens again. It's all the time. Wow. I absolutely love this. This is such deep stuff talking about all this deep inner wisdom because I feel like so many people out there are looking for like more and logic and intellect. You can always learn more intellectually, but the yeah. deep inner wisdom can't be learned, right? It can only be remembered. And I love that analogy of the wave as well, because again, when you resist it, when you try to control it, kind of like when you grasp something, it slips even more and you can, you can control it less. But what we're really talking about is the surrender. When yeah. you surrender, you can flow. You can't flow. cannot flow in resistance, in control, right? Yeah. Oh, so much good stuff here. I feel like now we've given some really good like practices and ways in which people can start really incorporating this into their lives. Even if you've never done this before, everyone here should be starting to develop their pleasure practice. So my next question is now understanding sensuality and pleasure and the differences and again tuning in how can we use pleasure as a portal in order to manifest and access the quantum whoa it's so deep so good <laughs> so juicy um okay so it's the same sort of thing it's all about intention too it's a really mm -hmm. getting very clear and so that's when you bring in that logical or masculine mind, right? You, you get really clear on what it is you're calling in. So that needs to come, I feel for me, and again, this is my perspective and my interpretation and my opinion, right? That feels like a logical experience. You, you get really clear on what it is you want. And then the fluid linear, fluid feminine side is then releasing that and trusting that this or something better will, will yeah. come to you. One of my favorite things to say. Yeah, I think that was Louise Hay, right? And so I really embodying the clarity and the focus that you want and then coming so deeply and clearly within yourself. And find, for me, it's, it's finding that depth in meditation, 
meditation can sound really intense. I've had a lot of people, I've guided a lot of people through meditation who are very new to it. A lot more people meditate now than when I started um, doing this work ages ago. But um, even now people are like, I don't know what that means. I don't know. Really meditation is just getting still and being quiet. However, it's not necessarily being still in your body or being quiet physically. You can actually speak in meditation you can move yes. in meditation. You can live in meditation. It's always available to you in yes. this moment. So it's not apart from you and you don't have to sit formally. However, I do feel like sitting formally is important, especially mm -hmm. when you're starting. Sitting formally is like taking or eating the best foods for your body type and your body you're you're it's it's really allowing creating a foundation so that you can tap in if you're not sitting formally you won't be able to tap in as easily throughout the day yes you'll yes. be more distracted your attention is like divided between all these things versus in meditation it's like you can set your intention and really hone in on one specific portal but at the same time, one of my favorite quotes says, don't meditate, live in a state of meditation. Yeah. Um, and, and really embody that. Because it's not about eliminating all thoughts. Like one of the biggest misconceptions I've come across is meditation means eliminating all thoughts. And like, you can't do that. Like, yeah. we're human, no? But it's, it's the mindful awareness of the thoughts rather than the elimination and the avoidance of thoughts, which is really important. And I always think mindful is kind of a funny word too, because you don't want your mind full. You just no. want to have the awareness and just let them roll out. Just have them ebb, have them flow, have them ebb. And living in a state of meditation, I do feel like requires practice. And again, yeah. that's just how I see it. But um, to just say you want to live in a state of meditation from never having experienced the bliss of meditation is a big leap. And it's, yes. it's not... It's a beautiful goal, but I really feel like it's beautiful wherever you're at. So start where you're at, mm -hmm. play with it, enjoy it and tap into those senses. Let the rain lull you into a space of expansiveness, even if it's for five minutes mm -hmm. when you're getting up and, and really enjoying and without, and we will judge ourselves. So when we mm -hmm. say without judgment, we're going to judge ourselves. That's just the ego's job, the mind's job. It's going to happen. So just having the judgment come in, and then releasing it, having it come in and then letting it go and having it come in again and being like, all right, I hear you. Bye bye. And just playing with it. And then the, when that becomes very fluid and strong, it's like that muscle, right? Then you're tapping into a portal and you can feel a portal. A portal is not mild. A portal is like intense and obvious like what you know when you are feeling it you know when you're tapped in in that deep way and that true like, way and orgasm can be a portal right orgasm pain pain yeah. orgasm oh my gosh so many things are portals so many things are portals mm -hmm. <laughs> and people want to say oh you have to go to this like you have to go to mecca no you don't have no. to go to the pyramids you don't have to go to you, you don't the have portal. to you are the portal and there's so many opportunities there are so many mm -hmm. portals pain if you have a headache yes. you can tap into a portal if mm -hmm. you and this is not a popular opinion i don't feel like but um 
childbirth. Huge portal. Mm -hmm. Any Massive. birthing mother. You're literally a portal for a human life coming yeah. through. You. Like, is that and not it, a portal? And it's a portal. Like, if you talk to any birthing mothers, I don't know if it's the same for people who've had pharmaceutical intervention. I, both my children were born at home or totally, you know, very naturally. And um, I think that there might be a disconnect if you don't have that. But I don't say that in judgment. I say that from experience, from speaking to so many mothers, that the moms who have birthed naturally um, without intervention, oh my God, like that's a huge portal, but that can be yes. interrupted. People mm. love to interrupt your power. <laughs> Don't let oh, them. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's a huge one. Mm. So yeah, there's so many ways to tap in and, and create that portal. And so you get really clear what you want and you don't, when you're in that portal, you just let it, you write it. You don't force mm. it. You don't create it. You don't control it. The, the intention comes before you tap in or yeah. around. It's like, a, it's like a container and then you allow the portal to do what it needs to do. Mm -hmm. And so going into that essentially in order to, tap into these portals it's just setting that intention and holding that intention while you're inside that portal and that's what draws and magnetizes that desire in is that kind of what you're talking about i think when you're in a portal you have no more mind so you you're not controlling mm -hmm. anything you're just mm -hmm. like blasted mm -hmm. there's nothing that's when you completely if you start to try to control it or start start to use your intent you'll get pulled out of it it's just not, mm -hmm. it's not at the same level. It's mm -hmm. not at the same frequency, I guess. You know, mm -hmm. I've never measured it. I've always wanted to measure things. Like I love Joe Dispenza because he measures yes. like meditative. I used to say that to my, um, in my spiritual teacher. I'm like, I would love to see our brains when we're all like totally blissed out. Cause I know it's probably measurable on, and Joe Dispenza totally does that. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's, um, you, when, when you're in there, you're not making decisions. Mm -hmm. You're, you know that. Like you're okay. just writing it, and you're like, "Holy shit, this is so much better than anything I could decide." So, why would you even try to make a decision? But in that point, how do we um, use that to call in a specific thing without getting lost in like the vastness of everything? You won't get lost. You call the specific thing in when you're in your logical mind mm -hmm. and you just so keep that's that before you enter the portal before and after okay. when you're it's like when you're in that it's like okay imagine okay we're gonna do the sex thing again you're <laughs> you're coming okay you're like ah, having this ecstatic orgasmic moment do you stop and think okay i want to direct it this way no let's manifest a million dollars yeah no well okay if you want to use that as uh, you can control the length and the mm -hmm. release of it. You can hold it back if you want. So that's a yeah. little different. You, you yeah. can in order to expand it, but mm, that's different. So I don't know. Is that what you mean? I kind of mean like, so when it comes to the intention part, we just set the intention before and after, but don't get too focused on the intention during because then you'll go into your logical mind. 
and you'll just miss it. You'll miss yes. the juicy goodness of that expansiveness. Mm-hmm. And the portal's going to take you where way more to way more beautiful spaces than you can ever your mind can ever imagine even in your most blissed out state so you know this Mm -hmm. so using it um yeah i think that's how i feel i feel like you need to really get clear on what you want Mm -hmm. get clear on what you love enjoy Mm -hmm. more things experience more pleasure experience more sensual experiences um with your lovers with your family Mm -hmm. with your friends laughter uh, things that make you feel really light and free and good. And then when you're alone and you're in your moment or when you're in that experience with another person, but you're within yourself, then you, you're going to have a moment where you're like, oh, and you might have visions that come or downloads that come. And mm-hmm. that's when you're open to them. You could say yes or no or, you know, like move in those directions. But I would not say to really try to control it and direct it yes okay that's yeah. so i love that explanation because i feel like a lot of people because i've heard of you know obviously manifesting with orgasms and all that thing but again yes d- like directing that intention during it can take away from the actual experience of the portal itself yeah i that's my experience once i start mm. getting into it i stop feeling it Yes. And then I'm in my, I'm very much in my body. Yes. Yes. And then it's a lot. So then releasing gets you out of that and it'll take you to beautiful places. Yeah. Amazing. So my last question, Jake, I feel like we've talked on so many things is because I know a lot of people on here have businesses of themselves. You are, you know, creating such a beautiful soul led online empire. How can we incorporate more pleasure into business? Because business, you know, it's always been such a masculine type of energy behind it. A lot of it's been glorifying the hustle. And now with all these women who are soul-led entrepreneurs going to space, how can we bring more femininity, more sensuality, and more pleasure in our business in order to magnetize more success in that way? My goodness, that's a big question. I don't, you can answer that better, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like just being who you are and honoring your pleasure senses and mm. taking breaks when you need yes. a break. We are so driven. We are such caretakers. We are programmed to be multitaskers mm. and we can, we can a lot of the times multitask. And so allowing ourselves to rest when the body needs to rest. I had a client recently tell me, she's like, I'm exhausted. I'm not usually exhausted, but she's been through a lot a lot of big change in her life and suddenly her body's tired Mm. and she's like well how do i get through this how do i move past this how do i like basically because we have this idea that we can't stop and pause literally for days days or weeks and we've talked about this i think you and i basically took two weeks off around the same time yes we did yeah and and i had i i don't know if you went through this but i certainly did i do still have some guilt programming mm-hmm. uh, you know i'm a mom i'm busy a lot of demands on my time and my attention and how do we honor that when we're building a business well the beautiful thing is <laughs> what i've come to find is that 
when you honor yourself and these moments of need to rest, to reflect, to pull back, when you honor them, the business thrives. It just goes off. If you neglect it and you push through it and you're like, ooh, ooh, no, 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 I know I need to do this. I just, just one more post or just one yeah. reel. I just really want to create this reel. I'm so excited about it. But all, like, the reel doesn't go. It doesn't post. It doesn't want to post. It's like, this just happened to me. It's a dud. <laughs> it's like, we have to honor those moments. And I think that's the practice for us women because we're really re retraining our programming. Yes. We are not. We are designed to live this fluid feminine way with the flow and the ebb, but we're not programmed. And so we're really coming back to our nature. And I feel like so many women like you and all these amazing women who are out here doing this work, you and me and everybody, is really important to immerse yourself in. If you're a woman, a goddess, you are, to really immerse yourself with this narrative. Because the world, the external world is not going to give it to you. You need to find ways to yeah. really allow your body to rest. Like you talk about, you in particular talk a lot about resting during your cycle. Yes. Your moon sure. cycle, resting, honoring that. Mm. And when you're ovulating, you're like, sexy. That's your sexy. That's body. me right now. <laughs> Like you were just lit up, you're sexy, you're exuding pheromones, mm -hmm. you are in your creative power, use that, it's all sacral chakra, it's all root and sacral chakra, and it's all mm -hmm. meant to create and design and either create life. We're about to wrap this up, so I was going to read through some of the comments that we had because we've gotten some really good um, oh, awesome. comments here. So Trafina said, we're so used to ignoring what our bodies are saying, especially as women. Because society is really built for the man, you know, like the 40 hour work week, men's lives, live on like a 24 hour cycle. Us women live on a 28 day cycle. So we got to honor our bodies. It's very different to how men operate. Um, but yes. So true. And we've got one here from Fab Believe says, thank you so much. I've learned so much from last December from the vision board. I can't imagine I accomplished all the goals and still have five months mm. left for this year to be over. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. Are you talking? I, I think love that, that person might be talking about a live that I did on my vision board, but that is incredible. I have to screenshot this because that is that's a huge win. That's incredible. They um, are definitely tapped in. Yes. And Trafina says, yes, we need to honor our bodies and our feminine energy. So much goodness here. So I kind of wanted to wrap this up with you, Patricia, and um, let you, I, I want, for everyone else who's interested in learning more about sensuality, pleasure, and what it is that you do, what are some ways in which people can get into your energy and work with you? Uh, DM me is really a fast, easy way. I love Instagram. I love how easy it is for me. Not the most tech savvy. And also my website. My website is, my new website is all up and running. It's so beautiful. It's really easy. You just hop on there, take a look at what you like, and... It'll automatically, you just send what, or you pay for it, and then it sends you a link to book it with me, and then we're done. We're done. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do coaching with me and you want more of a deep dive into spiritual practices, ways to tap into your internal geyser of orgasmic bliss on a daily, mundane, 
easy way, which is just a natural fluid expression of who you are, coaching is a much better option, right? So we have that, we have a few different options, three, six month, 30 day intensive. And I also do a quick power hour version as well, where you get a full energy session where I clear your book, full, I clear your energy full field, I read it, I give you a full intuitive reading, and then we work on specifics of what you want, and I'll coach you through those as well. Amazing. Yeah. Honestly, you are just such a well of wisdom, Patricia. We've touched on cool. so many topics that honestly went so deep. Like, I don't know, there are not many people talking about what you were talking about, what you were bringing to the table is so unique and obviously so um, based off your own personal experience. Mm, and how you thank you. You go and share from your authentic soul, share not what everyone else is sharing, but no. really into your own unique superpower, which obviously you are doing because it's just such golden, juicy stuff today. Oh, so, thank you, Katie. Love you. Amazing. You can obviously find Patricia um, on Instagram. She is at Patricia Anna Waters. Obviously, go to her website. She's got a podcast coming out soon as well. I she can't wait. I'm so excited about that. I know. Yay. And the name. Yeah. The name is so good. Oh, so good. Um, we'll wait. We'll wait. We'll make you. them wait. No, no, no. We'll make them wait a little bit. Okay, we'll wait for the big reveal. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thank you so thank much you. for tuning in, everybody. And thank you, Patricia, for such thank a you beautiful so live and for coming on and sharing your wisdom as well. Thank you so much for hosting this beautiful platform and being such an amazing goddess and coach in my world and in the lives of so many others. I just know how many people you touch and you're energy is so contagious and we just need more of this and i feel like if we can send this out into the world and remind other women that this is available mm -hmm. this world is just bound for beauty so thank yes. you katie for holding this space and inviting me into this world with you and um, much love aloha amazing bye everyone